Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. Glenn Pickering, the Relationship Doctor. Welcome to the fourth episode of the We Don't Communicate series, the episode about control. <laughs> yeah, I saw you perk up there. <laughs> I said at the beginning of this series that there are five mistakes that we often make, mistakes that can lead us to the dreaded we don't communicate place. In the first episode of this series, I talked about the mistake I call not hearing the truth. In the second episode, I talked about the way in which our fear of being the quote-unquote bad one keeps us from acknowledging our half of the problem, which means that every argument gets recycled until we start avoiding each other altogether. In the third episode, I talked about our failure to see their 90%, everything that is good and right and wonderful about them. Instead, if we're not careful, we focus on their 10%, which leaves them feeling bad and always leads eventually to the we-don't-communicate outcome. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the ways in which our belief that we need to control the other person can lead to that very same we-don't-communicate outcome. Now, deep down, we all know, right? We're not here to be clones of each other. We all have our own unique calling, and part of being in a really good relationship is to encourage the other person to be true to their calling, not to our preconceived notion, you know, of who or how they should be. So, we know perfectly well, really, that judging other people, trying to get them to do things in certain ways, manipulating people with their emotions, like guilt, or, oh, I'm so hurt, or I'm so upset about this, or otherwise controlling them, is just wrong. It is literally a violation of their God-given free will. But we have to acknowledge, if we're not careful, we can so easily, in our human, knee-jerk sort of way, do all of these things to the people that we care about in a misguided attempt to be helpful, or because we wrongly see that person as an extension of us, instead of seeing them in all their beauty and amazement. And we mess with our minds, honestly, by saying, oh, I'm only doing this because I love you. Trust me, our attempts to control others are not rooted in love. They're rooted in fear every time, all the time. There are no exceptions. When you want to jump in and control or fix something, I promise you, that is totally motivated by whatever fear it is that you're experiencing at that moment. And so when we do any of those things, any of those controlling things, especially if we pretend that they're based on love, we create in the other person a deep distrust of us and of our stated motives. And we give them the deep impression, that distinct feeling that we love not them, but the person that we, quote, think they should be. And their distrust in us and our unwillingness to love them as they are will gradually, over time, create exactly the sort of distance that leads people to my office saying, we don't communicate. So, <laughs> here's your homework assignment. I'd ask that you do one of the following four things as the way of breaking out of your particular form of the control cycle. Number one, next time that you're feeling fearful, don't talk. Just listen, pay attention, ask questions. And the more you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to say something here, the more likely it is to be really, really important that you don't. Now, I know that this will take discipline. This one's not easy, but it's important to understand this. The rewards will be so big, and they will start in that very conversation where you decide to stop talking, listen, 
pay attention and ask questions. Second, you might decide you're going to avoid what I call giving answers for which there's no question. Hey, Mom, I did so bad on my spelling test. Well, from now on, you got to start studying. Oh, boy. Hey, Dad, that roof is still leaking. Well, I'm going to call that guy. Oh, boy. See, here's people just trying to tell us something about themselves. We take that as a question, which it isn't, and give an answer, which is unasked for. An old professor of mine in engineering school said that he and a friend of his came up with this uh, circuit that was really, really cool, but they couldn't find any practical application for it. And he said it was a cure for which there are no known disease. <laughs> well, just remember, when you want to jump in, give an answer, tell somebody what to do, you are giving an answer for which there is no question. And that will lead to frustration on the part of the other person. I can promise you that. Third, you can decide you're never going to criticize or quote-unquote correct people in public. Now, I don't care what's happening. This one is so important. Even if you think, no, 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 I have to teach them this lesson right here and right now. The only lesson you're teaching them is to avoid you at all costs. Talk about a total communication breakdown. This will literally destroy a relationship. So, especially if you're in public and you think I need to correct or criticize somebody or tell them why they're doing it wrong, just stop. There'll be a time and a place for having a conversation in front of other people. It's not that time and it's not that place. All right. Fourth, remember your way is our way not the way. <laughs> this is a really big one for me and for all of us who are on the spectrum. We think every question has exactly one right answer and it's our answer. <laughs> now, and here's the truth. My way might even be a great way. It's just not their way and they need to find their way just like we only need to find our way. Now, as soon as you start doing any one of those four things, listening instead of speaking, Avoiding answers for which there's no question. Not criticizing people in public. Remembering that your way is a way, not the way. Any of those four things that you do as a way to treasure their uniqueness, you will soon find that the two of you are communicating great and having way more fun doing it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this Relationship Rescue podcast, please follow us on Apple or Spotify to get instant access to all the new episodes as soon as they're released. And remember, anytime, and I really mean anytime, that you have a specific question for me or a topic that you'd like me to cover on the next show, just send me an email at glenn, G-L-E-N-N, -N, at drglennpickering.com. I look forward to hearing from you. You take care. <laughs>